episode 9-2. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. This is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. I bet it's 92 degrees outside. Could be. It's, it's getting spicy it's, out there. It, it, it went from, where's your jacket, to... Holy moly! Take your jacket off. Take everything off. (laughs) Not everything, y'all. Get an appropriate attire. Take the first four layers off. Yeah. Leave the bottom two. That's right. Maybe bottom four. I don't know. Or bottom three. Three layers. Underwear. Underwear pants. Underwear pants. That's two. What about your shirt? Well, that's a. That's a. a, Just a part of a layer. Okay. Right. That's cool. Like your socks is one layer, shoes is like now. If you want to say layer, like that's one, two, three, four, five, six layers. But Ooh. I think that's layers. I think, I think touching the skin. That's the layer. That's one layer. There you go. And then the one on top of that is dose layers. I hear you. I don't know. It's science. Absolutely. <laughs> Garment science. Uh, can we take that as a class? I minored in garments. Garment studies. <laughs> Garmic. Garmic. It's like garlic and garment mixed together. Mm. Delicious. You, yeah. It's where you can eat it and you fight off a, a vampire. It's, it's vampire wear. Anti-vampire wear. Vampires won't wear that. True. That's that's Twilight shirts. Yeah. I saw a picture online the other day, like everyone else in the world, that's how you see things. Yeah. Uh, that was a picture of the movie Twilight, yeah. them like, uh, i never seen it. I don't know what happens in it. But they're like, uh, like about to fight, like two sides. Yeah. Um, I, I guess like uh, a West Side Story-ish. Werewolves and vampires. Is, is that what it is? I don't know. It might have been vampires versus vampires. Okay, anyways. Katie knows. But but it has the blue tent off. Yeah. And someone says, now this looks like a bad high school rendition of kids doing Doing the movie Twilight without the blue filter on it. It I just looks like that. weirdos. Yeah, they don't look dead anymore. No, it was just yeah. like, ah. I'm angry. I don't know. Yeah. It's good. Anyways, welcome to episode one of Twilight Chat. <laughs> and, and Garmic Chat. Uh, Twilight Talk. Oh, I ruined that. That's fine. We're talking Twilight to you. We'll fix it in post. Like there's a post. <laughs> the only time we use post is when Something somebody's computer messes up that's right and then that's when we do all those cool things um well hey we hope that you all have had a good day i uh, hope that you guys had a good week uh, our numbers were up maybe y'all like jesus hey you want to hear more about jesus <laughs> we're about to we're about to throw it to you some more about jesus what we realize is that we did not get through hardly any of jesus and we won't guys we yeah. won't get through all of jesus you, you guys hear us say this all the time we're not gonna get through all of it but hopefully you learn something new, uh, and from that, pique your curiosity of Jesus. That's right. Absolutely. Do a little digging on your own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're just absolutely. handing you a shovel. Well, I, who did I read? I think it's one of Andy Stanley's. I don't know. Sometime lesson. Sometime long ago. Whatever. But he did like a part of spiritual maturity is: Are you feeding yourself? Yeah. That's good. Are you feeding yourself spiritually? Right. Like. You know, there's a lot of talk in the Bible about you're on milk, but now you're on real meat and food yeah. because you're no longer kids. You're growing up. Um, I'm here to tell you all, if the only Bible you're getting a week is from Chris and I right here, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not enough. Yeah. And, and that's not uh, 
uh, peak. That's not. Uh, you you can do better, y'all. Level up out there. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a good podcast. Um, but I think for Bible study, there's way better stuff than that. Yeah, man. Depending on where you are in your journey, like if you're yes. just starting out, stuff like this is great because you yeah. may not know. Bible's a big book. Oh man, you may not know where to, know to, where to, yeah. to dig in. Um, but if you're a little little more seasoned, hopefully you're doing some self-exploration beyond podcasts, your Sunday sermons, your Bible classes at church. Those things are great. Those are great resources to help catapult you into something else. Those should, those should be building blocks for your own personal yeah. study. Well, and then I will say this. Most of our comments of people that we know that you know reach out to us are more seasoned, yeah. you know, that have you know been Christians way longer than I have. Uh-huh. Uh, and they still find, you know, just bits and pieces, which... I really like, they're like, Hey, I, you know, found this one part of your sermon or sermon, your a podcast that I like and they can build on. And, and they would typically say, and I was also reading in this or yeah. I heard it here too. And I, and this kind <laughs> of goes on with this. Um, don't use us y'all as your only source yeah. of biblical knowledge. Uh, you, you, you can get a more well-rounded. We're surface scratching. There we go. <laughs> we got 30 minutes. Yeah, well, that's also true, it's right? Limited, yes. Yeah, of of us in there. Um, so hopefully, you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, well, it looks like you guys did. We got more listeners. Um, just seems like Jesus is Lord, <laughs> Son of God. Ooh. <laughs> um, so go back to last week. We're not gonna um, talk a lot about last week. We talked about who Jesus was and just kind of going through a little bit of that. But what I did notice in our last week's episode that we have said, hey, this is just kind of a groundwork. What do Christians believe about Jesus? Mm -hmm. Son of God, um, uh, uh, born from a a virgin mother, lived, uh, you know, performed miracles, died on the cross, resurrected, rose from the dead, three days later, coming back, the son of, like, all those things is what, is what we believe. Uh, because a lot of people believe in Jesus. They just don't believe all of those things. Yeah, that's true. There's, like, other religions that say, hey, Jesus is cool, but he's not who you say he right. is. And we're like, uh-uh, we, th- we think we're right. Yeah. Right? But after a talking uh, last week, Chris and I decided, I think we still left some stuff out at the, yeah. at the like, the very beginning of, who is, what does the Bible say Jesus is? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go back a little bit of that. This is this is a uh, prequel to last week's episode. This should have been part <laughs> one of one. We're like, going to wind it back. We should have started with this. But, you know, we'll start with it now. Yeah. Better late no than time never. like the present. Oh, I like that. Uh, all right, so here we go. Jesus you already know the answer to this, Chris. Dang it. Uh, when was Jesus born? I'm not going to answer because you already told me. What would have you said if I didn't tell you the answer? I don't know. Probably somewhere around zero. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it just makes sense, right? Like, when was Jesus born? He was born uh, 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 z- the year zero. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, if you do the math in the way that... No, actually, no. If you don't do the math, that doesn't work out. But if you do what we all think is yeah. before Christ, after... That's not what those mean. But the, but the whole deal is everything kind of stopped and changed with Jesus. Yeah. As it should. Right. Uh, but the way things are written down, we, we don't have really dates either. So the Bible doesn't tell us exactly... 
the way that they work back from this is who was king, right. who died, what Prominent was... figures in history. Figures in history, and then it may be like there was this festival or this uh, um, uh, burning of the temple or the walls came down, and they can kind of figure out who was king and dates by that, mm-hmm. right? And so that's how they kind of narrow things down. If you um, hear somebody say, this is the day and date that Jesus was born or died, don't listen to them. Yeah. They don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Does it matter? Not to me. <laughs> no, right? Like <laughs> it was a it was about two thousand and um, twenty something years ago. Yeah, fine by me. Give it a day or two. Give it a year or two. I'm okay. Uh, most people believe that he was born roughly around four to six BC. Right. A little bit earlier than we thought, uh, or not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he was born in where? Bethlehem. Bethlehem, right, city of David, right. And do you know how far that is from Jerusalem? Ooh, I don't. But can I guess? Yeah, yeah, forty-seven miles. See, I would have said, man, I would have said maybe fifty, sixty miles, <laughs> right? Six, six miles. Yeah, that's really close, right? In <laughs> in in my head, it was like, you know, what's funny. What? Like we uh, both work here and we spend time in the Bible. I'm sure there's a map in here where I could have just. Oh, there's looked. always a map. Yeah. <laughs> But then you have to do the measurement. Yeah. You have to figure out how far. And it's probably in like kilometers or something like That's that. True. And yeah. like, I don't know how to do that. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I think Brett might have a massive map in his office. He probably does. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's about six miles from Jerusalem. Six miles. That's close. But when you don't have cars. Still a long way. That's a far ways away. I don't yeah. know what six miles from here. Like, uh, I just don't know. Yeah, me either. Like the Galleria? Maybe. It's probably not far. I don't know. A lot of places that I go tend to be five to seven miles from this building. <laughs> you know Except for your house. Yeah, it's closer. It's, well, it's a lot closer. Okay. His parents. That's a tricky one. Mm. Right? Mary. Mm-hmm. We know it's Mary. But who is Jesus' father? Who's his daddy? Who's his father? Who's <laughs> his uh, 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 guardian. Yeah. So the the house in which he lived. Yeah. Oh. Uh, was was the house of Joseph. Yep. Um. And uh. You know his his family life was structured around the the life of Joseph, but even Jesus himself, uh, in uh, the story where he gets left at the temple, there's some confusion there because Jesus says, I you know why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I would be about my father's. Oh business and joseph is like hey the family business is building stuff (laughs) yeah yeah right and so jesus knew who his true father was but he grew up in the house of joseph house of joseph because mary was a virgin but um she was gonna see by the holy spirit that's Mm -hmm. why it is there so he has some siblings mark 6 3 ish mark 6 3 we see kind of the siblings of Jesus, we know that he has four brothers. At least. At least four and at least two sisters. Right. Um, we don't know his sister's names. Not, uh, not common in, in the biblical narrative to have a, a female named unless there was something going on with yes. them. And, but, but very interesting where females are named in the Bible. The genealogy of yes. Jesus. They're everywhere. Yes. You get Rahab, you get all these people, and you're like, whoa, there's a lot of females, which is, I think is very intentional. Yep. Which... It's weird that that it's not in Matthew where we might can see the names of his siblings, mm-hmm. right? Who knows? Um, so we have four, at least four brothers, and Jesus is known to be the oldest one. Right now, you can guys, you can go on um, 
please do not email me. Uh, but you can go on long time on uh, the interwebs and find, well, the oral history of so-and-so-and-so says that Jesus, that actually he is that Joseph had children before Mary and oh, before well, him. Yeah. And there's all, y'all, one, who cares? Two, I'm just going to. Why don't we stick to the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> right? There, there, there's there's a lot of other documents that may say anything. But we have at least four. Uh, James, uh, Joseph. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, Simon and Judas, or Judah. Right. Uh, these aren't, except for James, these aren't the, uh, th- this isn't Judas that right. we know of in the Bible. That was a common name. Like all of these are Nobody very... names their kids Judas anymore because... You're close. Kind of a bad rap in the Bible. Uh, yeah, I'm close. And uh, the book the, the, Jude yeah. in the Bible... His name was probably Judas, and Judas is more of a, yeah. uh, like a slang, slang, you know, what a like Jude calling somebody Jonathan John or something. Yeah, like that. I'm, I may be stretching a little bit here, but I think I understand that right. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, okay, and then we have the two, we don't know who those are. Um, Jesus, what did he do? Mm. So we know, or, or one, let's go back to his dad, and he talked about it for a second. His dad, uh, died. We don't know how. Hmm. Again, you can go find online and other books and other historians that may have found some older writings. The Bible doesn't tell us how he died. Right. We do know that he lived to at least Jesus being 12. Right. He's in that story. Yes, right. So he's in the story of the temple. I'm about my father's business. Yeah. That, after that, we really don't know. We do know that when he dies, it is just Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a widow by that point. Um, and I would assume when he starts his ministry, mm. which he did roughly uh, at about um, 30-ish, yep. 30 years old. I would assume that his father, Joseph, was already passed away by then. Which we uh, don't think about that a lot, too. Like He grew up with a dad. We're, well, we're, you're 37. Yeah. I'm 37. Imagine, I mean, we just think about Jesus. His public ministry didn't start till he was 30. He was a full-grown man. Um, that's just interesting. I, I, I just, I wonder if we, if we have that picture, um, you know, he was a builder, you know, before this. <laughs> so, you know, we talked a little about this and we may go more in detail and we have, uh, skipped this around, skipped this around, tossed you, it around, kicked it around. Yeah. Kicked tossed it. Around. it. Sure. All We've that talked about it before about doing like different jobs in the Bible. Yeah. You know, there's some tent makers and there's some fishermen and there's, but we read about Jesus being a carpenter, mm-hmm. which I always like. I like to do some carpentry work. Yeah. Uh, you do some as well in your axe business. Yeah. Um, but uh, that uh, in my head, it's like he's making cabinets and rocking chairs <laughs> and um, framing out houses, tables, and yeah. framing out. Houses. They didn't have that, y'all. Yeah, wood, not, wood was not a commonly used. They're they're not over here lumber. Yeah, right. So a carpenter, very expensive, was probably just a builder. Builder. Then that I think that's what the Greek actually says. He was a builder. Yeah, and we've kind of pulled that into a context that we can kind of understand. Yeah, I, it was it was probably more likely a stone stone mason, stone builder. Jesus was jacked. Probably a big dude. Right. Yeah, I mean, you have to carry yeah. all. I mean, even if it, it, you know, if it was still wood, I think it'd still yeah. be like. You're manually using your arms, your hands, your body, your back. He's got rough hands. Things. Yeah, he has some calluses. Yeah, which is why I don't like all the pictures of Jesus. Yeah, he looks a little soft. <laughs> he looks a little wimpy, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Now I do like the lamb. The yeah. sac- you know we kind of get that, but Jesus was a dude. Mm-hmm. Like he 
broke stone. Like yeah. he worked. He did the things. Well, that that's something that we'll I think we'll get into you know today. But you know Jesus doesn't fit into uh, one of our molds. You know Jesus was a builder and a man and capable and strong and he ate and he was around but he's also god and had uh this grace and gentleness and kindness um that we have trouble putting together in one person but that's why he's jesus right yeah yeah yeah, absolutely um so he did that um if you go to matthew you will look at the genealogy of jesus i always hated reading this Mm. When I was a kid or even, or even as an adult sometimes, you're like, I don't really care. Um, just some unique things about the genealogy of Jesus. There are 14 generations from Abraham to David. There are 14 generations from David to the Babylonian exile. And there are 14 generations from the Babylonian deportation to Jesus. There's a deal of like 14, 14 generations. That's a long time, y'all. Like yeah. That's a very long time. Um, but there's a reason why that's in there. There's a reason why we have all this. And you may be like, there's some weird details about Jesus that we read in all the gospels. Why? I think it goes back to what we talked about last week. There are these messianic, messianic prophecies Mm -hmm. about Jesus Yes, from way back when, um, you get way back in Genesis and Samuel and Isaiah, Micah, Hosea, you get all, you, you go way back and there are, this is how you will know that this is the Messiah. Mm. This is how you know that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah. And he does certain things. So I'm, I'm going to hit a very few, very, very quickly just to kind of get this idea of like, all right, Jesus. Um, it does say in Genesis 12, three, that it's going to be from the Abraham's lineage, 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 lineage. nailed it. I added three more G's to that, <laughs> uh, for that <laughs> nailed it. Uh, Genesis 28, 14, it says through Jacob's offspring. So we kind of have a line that he's going to be going through this. He does all that. Second Samuel one, David's offspring will have eternal kingdom. It goes through the line of David as well. Uh, Isaiah seven fourteen, a virgin will give birth and he will be called Emmanuel. We see that through Mary. Um, the Messiah will end up in Egypt. We got Micah 5, 2, the Christ will be born in Bethlehem. And there's more and more and more and more. Yeah. There's a few here just kind of looking at the life of Jesus. Why was he born here? Why was he from this family? Why was it Mary? Why was it in this town? Like all those things um, are, are not by chance. Mm. God is not throwing spaghetti at a wall <laughs> to see what sticks. He is, he, he, he knows what he's doing. That's right. And so does Jesus and he, and knows and knows what's going on. And so, um, uh, I, you know, you may think this is boring about the genealogy. I do at times, but after kind of going through some of this stuff, it's like, man, I want to read up on some cool things of the genealogy of Jesus. So maybe future episode, maybe not now, but, um, it'd be fun to find some cool things. Yeah. Well, all right. You can hit us off now. Well, I was just going to just real quick. Yeah. I've, I was in the same spot, but if you look at this list of people, this is incredibly interesting who they include. Yes, it's not who you think they would. You got Jacob. Jacob's a liar and a deceiver. He's also father of the faith, but sketchy hey, figure, you yeah. know, like he, a conflicted figure, right? Yes. Uh, Judah, who fathered Perez and, and Zerah by Tamar. That's the Canaanite mm. sex scandal. Uh, we Ra- all know that one. Rahab was a prostitute. Say what? Ruth was a Moabite, not an Israelite. How dare she? Uh, your, uh, David fathered Solomon by Uriah's wife. Hey, murder you, and adultery. Well, you know about David. <laughs> and uh, there's so, the, uh, the drama of the Bible is 
is contained in Jesus. If you think where we get the storylines of like soap operas and movies and TV yeah. shows, the Bible blows it out of the water. The Bible is where like it's it's exactly where it's at, right? Um, all right, well let's put a little nice like spin on that. <laughs> God uses broken people. Absolutely, that's the point. That's the whole point. <laughs> and 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 to me, it's 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 a faith builder. Like I wouldn't write down this list of people's names. If this was me, you're unless gonna, it was true. Yeah. Well, very. Yeah. I'd leave some of these stories yeah, out for sure because it's <laughs> gonna make you look better. Yeah. Um, and they even talk about that about Paul some writing and I think Matthew Mark some writing on like why do they choose some of these stories? It makes them not look great, especially in Paul where he's always like, "I'm the worst. Yeah. I'm bad. I'm nobody." It's like why would Paul write that? It's like it has to be true. Cause he's, cause there's no benefit for that. Yeah. There's a benefit in him to say, I'm the worst of the worst. But I think you hit it on the head, man. Yeah. Like if you're struggling with feeling too broken or too flawed to let God work in and through your life, go read Jesus's genealogy. Yeah. Right. And, and see what God can do. And do a little bit of history through, on it, yeah. through faithfulness in spite of flaws. Right. Yeah. So. And yeah, that, that is the story of the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. Almost every key figure in the Bible that we kind of hold up mm-hmm. got some stains in their past. Yep. Except Jesus. Except and that and that's part of the point and, too. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we just figured out the Bible, right? Yeah, and that's part of the point too. Yeah. Uh, uh, that only him. Uh, but if he could work through all of that garbage. He can work through your garbage. No doubt. He, he can use your dirty, broken uh, uh, um, past for his glory mm. and for the kingdom. That's right. So don't think that there's anything you can do to be like, well, God doesn't love me because, or God can't use me because X, Y, Z. Y'all go read some of the Bible. Yeah. Paul cutting off heads of Christians. Yep. Paul is actively trying to kill Christians. Mm-hmm. And now we all read Paul's words every That's day. Right. Like, it's a big deal. Moses, Dave, I mean, just go on and on. Anyways, yep. we're, we are talking about Jesus. There you go. Um, all right. So we get a little bit of background of Jesus, um, where he was, um, uh, and all those things. Um, and then we start talking about kind of the names of Jesus is where we kind of left it last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Or if not, we are going to start with the names of Jesus this week. Uh, there's lots of names. There's lots of names for God as well in the Bible. Um, and I think we've done we, one, we of did one of those a yeah. long time ago. Uh, this is 92. That might have been. That might have been 20s? 17, yeah. 18, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a long time ago. So we're going to talk about some names of Jesus. I know you have one big one. Yeah. You want to end on that one? Sure. Right? Okay. So I'm going to kind of throw just a few around. Oh, can I throw you a curveball real quick? Yeah. Is Jesus his name? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> is, is his name Jesus? Yeah. You got to assume. Yes and no. I, I do know that his last name is not Christ. That's right. So uh, Jesus is the Greek translation of the, the Hebrew name Yeshua. Oh, okay. Yes. Which is Joshua. Joshua. So um, I didn't know that. His name is Yeshua, which means Yahweh, Yahweh. saves, Yahweh delivers. Um, but in I have, Greek... I have that tattoo on my shoulder. Uh, in Greek... Translated yeah. to Jesus, which gets pulled through to our English Bible. So, yes, we, we can call him Jesus. Um, uh, Messianic Jews that I know still refer to him as Yeshua. Yeah. Which is, I, I you know, I do that sometimes. It's, it's a beautiful oh, way, it's to, a, way to think about Jesus, too. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Um, 
yeah, when you think about Yahweh and you think about just like the Jewish culture and not saying certain le- like it's a, a name word, sometimes you don't. Say, yeah, it's big. Yeah. So Jesus, but yeah, I, think, Jesus. I think for us we're gonna say Jesus, <laughs> but you might title this something else. There you go. You might just throw a little curveball in it. A teaser. There we go. All right. So the names of Jesus, and I don't mean that name. Uh, what <laughs> titles? Ti- what ooh, titles. Called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, you're so smart. That's why <laughs> you're on this podcast with me. Um, the titles of Jesus. One, we got Savior. Savior. I think off Messiah. the bat. First uh, Timothy four ten. If you want a little bit there. We have the Messiah. We have the Savior to save the world. Mm-hmm. That is ultimate. That is ultimately, I think, his title and role. Yeah, is that he is our Savior. We are doomed to hell. We are doomed for eternity there. But he comes to save us. He is the Savior of us on our own sin and our own lives and our own garbage, um, and is that bridge between us and God, mm-hmm. right? For that same, uh, kind of the same way, Redeemer. Uh huh. Uh, and this usually goes with, I don't think I have this one. We usually have Redeemer and Lord. Wait, oh, wait, no. tell me. Redeemer and friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I right? didn't get there. We usually have two. Uh, one that says it in Job 19.25, but we have this idea of God being a Redeemer um, to restore. Yeah, re- Redeem has the, the feel of something's been lost and it's been uh, reclaimed. Yeah. Right? And, and that's definitely the story of humanity in, in Scripture is that we, we have lost ourselves. We've been disconnected from God. And we in ourselves can't reach out and, and get back what we lost. No, no. We need a redeemer. We yeah. have gone as far as we can, mm-hmm. but we need somebody to go the other distance. That's right. A very good story for this is the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, have gone back. He himself cannot put himself back in that family, but only the father can. Mm-hmm. And, and runs out for him there, too. Uh, another fun one. Um, the bread of life, mm, tasty. you know, t- <laughs> you know, we, you know, we talked about that last time and we've done the seven, I am statements mm-hmm. and this is one of them. Yeah. We could have done all those, yeah. but you're, we're just kind of picking and choosing. He is the bread of life. What do you think when it comes to that? Um, my thoughts or what do I think of actually? <laughs> those are the same, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> Um, I think about two I had to th- take a drink of coat. I, my, I was part, so I just threw it your way and said, "Say something." What do you about think about it? that? What do you think? About I think that? two things. One, I think about sustenance. Uh, what do we rely on to live? Especially and, back then, right? Bread now, you know, we almost try not to eat. We, we're like no carb diet, but we're on no carb diet. Is that gluten free? Like we don't, we don't want to eat some of this stuff. Bread was foundational to be. They had alive. to have it. Yes. Um, so I don't know why the, I made that voice, y'all. If y'all are gluten free, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I made that voice. I made that voice like it was mean. It's so not. if we think about Jesus as the bread of life, we think about we need him to live. But then Just the second thing and, and the more prominent thing is the communion meal. Yeah. Um, he offered himself and he says, you know, this bread is my body. I'm giving myself Broken away for you. Yeah. fully to redeem you, to save you, to do all those things. So I think about it kind of like that, like sustenance. We need him to live and breathe and move. And then, you know, think about that meal that we share together to remember. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Uh, we have Lord. Lord. And that's a big one. Um, yes. A little disconnected for us. Yeah, because we don't, you, uh, we only use that in this context. Yeah. But back then that wasn't, right. that wasn't really the case. Yeah. Um, I think it almost kind of like the word rabbi. Uh, we, we don't use that in our yeah. tradition and even right now. But that was a big deal sure. for someone to be your rabbi. That's right. Um, same as Lord. We don't. 
I don't know. We're not like we don't have we don't have a king, English we don't king, have, yeah. You know, uh, dukes and people. <laughs> Earls? Who, is that is that something? We have we have mayors, <laughs> mayors and senators that we like don't know. County yeah. commissioners. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but those titles don't mean anything to us, right? But Lord was a big one. It means that like you rule my life. You were submissive, hundred yeah. percent. I am submissive. Anything you tell me to do, I it's have my to do. Obligation it to do it. To, yeah. to, to do that. So that's a big one. Yeah. Right? Like Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Uh, my redeemer. Yeah. We can, we can probably keep going and sing a song with this. Well, and that's, um, it, that's yeah. a big part of like at this church, that's a part of our confession. You know, yes. when somebody gets baptized, you know, we talk about, you know, being baptized in the name of the father and the son of the spirit. You know, do you believe that Jesus is who he says he was? People confirm that. Belief, do you believe that Jesus is and Lord? then we, and then we yeah. ask them to say, Jesus is Lord. That's a proclamation that I'm not in charge of my life anymore. Yeah. And that's a daily submissive. Yep. You are Lord, not me. Yeah. Definitely not a one-time thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could say it one time, yeah. but that is a reoccurring it's a daily decision by you yeah. to submit to him as Lord. Yep. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, we got son of the living God. Yeah. There you go. That's a big one in Matthew 16, 16, that he is son. We're going to talk a little bit about ish kind of that um you're going go on uh we got just a few more then we're going to end with you here on, on yours we got uh the king of kings again it doesn't mean the same to us kind of like lord but it's the it was a big deal back then like, there were lots of kings there was a ton of kings and to say that someone is the king of kings means you are at the tippy top of that <laughs> list right jesus you are at the tippy top of the <laughs> king of kings yeah absolutely um i like this one the alpha and the omega yeah um, we see that. In, I almost in, decided to settle in on that one. Really? But I, I changed course. I mean, there's just so much, so much there. Thickness in that. Yeah. Yes. Um, again, Tim, write it down. That may be uh, another one we kind of go. Over. I think we already did one. <laughs> I think we did do Alpha and Omega. I think you're 100% good. Uh, we need to have a, a list in front of us of what we've done before. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think you're right. We've done one. Uh, but this is idea of one and one other alphabet. Alpha is the A, Omega is our Z, beginning and end. Yeah. Um, and just saying, like, he always has uh -huh. and always will be. Yeah. He has been before you. He is going after you. Yep. There's been no time that has been before him and no time that will be after him. Yep. Uh, he is all-encompassing uh, with Je uh, Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit have always been there. Yeah. So uh, this isn't a king of kings that is only to last a two or three generations. Right. It is a king of king that's lasting forever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think the the encouragement with Alpha and Omega, uh, real quick, is just, you know, you read the story of Scripture. Jesus enters at a point, and it appears that he exits at a point. Oh, you said and, the right and word. So and so you could think about Jesus as being this finite player in this story, but, but this title reminds us that uh, before the pages of this book began before, time began before anything Jesus was and, and far beyond us, uh, until the end of nothing, you know, there is no end to, uh, his being and his glory and his goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And like what you said that it appears yeah. that he is out, but he's not, he's, right. he's always there. Even to think right now, he is actively right now at the right hand of God working and serving and loving and guiding. And mm -hmm. it's just really cool to think about because we put him in the pages of this Bible and go, yay, Jesus. <laughs> but like right, right now. Yeah. There's Jesus. Yep. Um, we got prophets, which he was, mm -hmm. um, but he's much more than that, but we got a prophet. Uh, we also have e 
Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. We say that a lot during Christmas time. Right. Uh, God with us. Yes. Uh, that um, God came down to earth, that he became flesh. Mm-hmm. He became human being, real man with us. Um, and then the final one, one of my favorites is I am. I think we talked about that last week too. Um, Jesus, uh, God said this to Moses on the mountaintop, uh, and then Jesus repeats it. And for us, we're like, okay, it's a weird name to call yourself I am. But in their tradition, they would have known that God had told Moses that. Uh-huh. That's the name of God. Yeah. I am. Um, and Jesus goes, no, I am. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It, it, the, you know, Moses was the receiver of, of that vision and that interaction with God. And mm-hmm. Jesus says, I tell you before Moses was, what? boom, I, I am. am. Yeah. And there was no doubt about what he was saying. In that oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't quite hit home yeah. the way that, it, you know, the way that it, the way that it hits home to us or, or it should right now. With that. Um, all right. Well, as we kind of wrap up, we got one here from you that you just kind of dove into that you said, Ooh, I really like this one. Yeah. Um, and, we, and we could spend another oh, yeah. two hours on all these other I'm going to try to do it fast. Okay. Well, we got time. So uh, there's one name that Jesus refers to himself as more mm-hmm. than anything else. Uh, Jesus says this about himself 80 times uh, in the four synoptic gospels. And that's a lot. Or, or not in the synoptic gospels, in all four gospels. Um, and that is son of man. Okay, and, so and we have son of God. Son of God, son of man. And that might be kind of like, okay. Cool. But very significant. Mm-hmm. So if you want to understand uh, son of man, you got to backtrack to the book of Daniel. Um, Daniel was uh, an enslaved uh, Israelite uh, taken captive to Babylon. And the book of Daniel is kind of the story. It's a really cool story. Sort of a two-part book. The first Mm -hmm. half of the book is what happened to these people when they were living in captivity in Babylon. The second part are these prophetic visions that God gives to Daniel about uh, the end of these um, empires Mm -hmm. and the future and all this stuff. Um, And it's in Daniel chapter 7 that uh, we get this use of son of man. Um, and he's talking about these four beasts and what's cool about Daniel is like a lot of times there's uh, visions and then we don't really get an explanation of what these visions are about. But Daniel's just like, I'm gonna tell you what these are about. We get these yeah. visions, these four beasts and they represent empires and how the empires are going to fall and the way that they fall, uh, in Daniel seven, uh, chapter, it, uh, chapter seven, verse isn't, 13. Isn't a Daniel telling the king this right in his, in these visions that I'm not sure about. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's recorded in the in the in the. He definitely told him visions in the first six chapter. Yes. for sure. That was how he kind of rose to prominence. Yes, yeah, and that's rose. I didn't know if this was one of those that, you know, when he had this and he told the, and he told the king this. So in Daniel chapter seven okay. verse thirteen, it says, "I continue watching in the night visions, and suddenly one like a son of man was coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was escorted before him. He was given dominion and glory and a kingdom." so that those of every people, nation, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. His kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. So this was, this was a figure in yeah. the Old Testament writings that, that the Jews and the Hebrews of the day would have known mm-hmm. and, and have been looking for because this person is clearly tied to the breaking down of earthly rulers and earthly empires. And it's a great message for people who are living uh, under occupation, right? 
But what's interesting about this figure is he's called the son of man, but he seems to be more than like have, have godlike yes. characteristics that would have been very confusing. But what we see in Jesus is the fulfillment of these both sides of who Jesus is. This is all we've talked about in these two episodes is how Jesus is fully God yeah. and fully man. And I love that in, in this title that Jesus used himself is only, only, only one other person even says these words um, in the new Testament. And it's Stephen as he's being executed. And he looks up and he says, I see the son of man sitting at the right hand of God. Every other time Jesus is calling himself this. And what he's saying is I am fully God. I'm fully man. And I'm here to fulfill the role that I only I can fill in, in the garden. Um, God tells the serpent that there's going to be one that comes after you, Mm -hmm. uh, an offspring of the woman. And he's going to, he's going to strike your head and you're going to strike his heel. And so since that time, people have been (laughs) looking for the one who was going to be an offspring of, of the woman but who could fulfill this, this godlike role. And that's what we have in Jesus. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good ending. That's a good little wrap up. That, I hope that, so. that is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Fully God, fully human. Um, in that, in the son of man. Uh, well, cool. Well, we hope that you learned something new today. We hope that it piqued your interest, maybe to go back and look at some other names of Jesus. There's a lot more that we didn't hit y'all. Y'all can do your own homework. Feed yourself. Um, feed yourself, feed yourself, treat yourself. Um, uh, or maybe it piqued your interest on the genealogy of Jesus. Why were some of these names written um, and not other ones? Um, you know, what are some messianic prophecies that he hit? Mm. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed those. Um, uh, hopefully uh, school is probably wrapping up. If you have kids, if you're a teacher, um, we're at the end. It's just kind of that time of year. We got like a week or two, week left. Like our kids end Friday. Ours and are done on Tuesday. Mine's mine's with the day school. Yeah, we're done. We had a graduation for our four Ker Jack. There you go. His second graduation. He did that junk last year. <laughs> um, he did it again, except for this time he beatboxed and played the bongos. Nice on purpose, y'all. Like this okay. was like it was intentional. Part of it. Yeah. It's part of it. Wife, um, you know, laid out some clothes this morning for him. Had his nice like wedding. We were in a wedding last week in Oklahoma. Uh, but he had his nice wedding pants on and his shirt on. I said, uh-uh, this is round two. Where's that Hawaiian shirt and shorts? <laughs> we went and had fun today, and he did great. Uh, so hopefully you guys, school's wrapping up for your kiddos if you have kids. Um, enjoy this time. Uh, spend some time outside. Live it up. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, it's hot, y'all. Um, and we'll do that. We'll catch y'all next week with a brand-new topic. Uh, if you have any suggestions... Most of y'all that do, just text me. There you go. Uh, They'll be good there. (laughs) Uh, Rate, review, subscribe, all the things. uh, And we will catch y'all next week. Bye, friends. See ya. (laughs) 